Hey everybody, how y'all doing? I am Ben. And this is Dak. And together, we are the guys who did this. And today, we'll be continuing our journey through the Expanse book series with chapters 42 through 47. And this is the second book, if you were keeping track. Wow. Um, another warning. We will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the books and the show. Another warning? My, was mine a warning? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was. Uh, but it might not Did I say it? Did I say it too threatening? Do I need to tone it down a little bit? Kind of. We are <laughs> the guys who did this. Respect us. No, it's okay. You don't have to respect us. True. But, all right. I'm excited. Yeah, we're getting to the meat and potatoes. This is the like the uh, potatoes. Baby, we got a stew going. This we're getting to the. It's like the episode before Game of Thrones. Before the no, no, no. What? Don't throw that out. All right, sorry. You had some. <laughs> I'm sorry, prof. <laughs> baby, you got a stew going. One of my favorite. Oh my God. One of my favorite quotes of all time. I will never. Carl Weathers, acting legend. Um. Good. Yes, this is like the. Uh well I mean it's not it's the episode before the long night well that's what I was gonna like it technically is the calm before the storm but also it's there's a whole like war that happens so well it just starts I mean we get into some fighting some, right some but words. it still feels like a very relaxed set it's of a, chapters which is weird even though there's a big I mean big it's fight. tense it's like yeah stuff's about to happen shit's about to go down there is tension <laughs> sexual tension I can feel it I mean <laughs> I a little bit. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, there always is. <laughs> That's life. That's life. When baby. you're famous, it just. When you're uh, famous, there's always tension. <laughs> yeah, I think well, so. I wouldn't know. I have to ask someone else. All right. All right. Chapter forty-two. We start off with the illustrious Jimmy Holden. Hot. Uh, well, he thinks Bobby's kind of hot. Everyone so, thinks Bobby's hot. Everyone thinks Bobby's hot. We'll get there. We'll get there. We think Bobby's hot. I do. It's okay. Sir, that's a, a word. A drawing. Um, James is confused by Bobby. That's, that's all there is to it. He's like, she looks like... A, he was sta- it's, it's spelled out that he was stationed on Oahu when he was doing military oh, training. Yeah. And he loved the Hawaiian women. He loved looking at the Hawaiian women. Classic, I guess. Um, but then he's like, respect- <laughs> I am looking respectfully. <laughs> he says he was too busy to 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 get a Hawaiian girlfriend, but yes, he was looking respectfully. That is an absolute fact. Wow, amazing. Um, our boy is such a respectful looker. Um, okay, so uh, his his brain is confused. Is that she looks like these Hawaiian women, but also she's like. Six and a half feet tall, and she is huge and could beat his ass. So, yep, he feels confused by this um, because he's attracted and scared of her at the same time. Relatable. We've all <laughs> been there. But um, he seems to also think that Bobby knows that he feels this way. And oh, because yeah. um, I, because of his state of mind generally when he's around her, it's probably just causing this paranoia. Um, but yeah, it's very funny. So they're having uh, conversations about the Martian ships that are following the UN ships that are after them. And he, he's just, he's nervous the whole time until she leaves. So, um, 
yeah, RIP to our girl Naomi. But uh, Bobby then leaves, and Avasaro heads in, and they start the kind of the, the main action of the chapter. They begin to talk about what the plan is with uh, the Earth ships following them to shoot them down, and then the Martian ships following them to make sure that the Earth ships don't do anything dumb. So Holden, as always, would like to just send out all the info that they have now that they've pieced together the whole plan of Aaron Wright and uh, his cabal. Holden just wants everyone to know. He's like, we just got to broadcast this shit. And then, you know, everyone will know that Aaron Wright is <laughs> it's bad. Easy, guys. I've done yeah, this before. Like, right. <laughs> Listen to me. Everything, everything went fine. There were no issues. And then Avasarala basically is just like, no, we shouldn't do that. That's dumb. We're going to have another war if you do that. And the first one did not go very well for everyone. And we don't want to do that. So what Avasarala wants to do is send it to this info to Souther and uh, another guy, Lenicky. Lenicky. It's a guy we haven't really heard of. Souther, Admiral Souther is kind of the main uh, UN Navy high up that Avsarla right. works with a lot. So this other guy, she also sends it to this other guy as backup is what she that's but um or she wants to do that. So that that is what her plan. That's what she wants to do. Holden's like, I don't trust you. We're not gonna do that. And then Amos kind of chimes in. He's like, hey, uh are we supposed to vote on these things now? Ouch. And Holden gets outvoted. They don't show it. They just show Naomi like saying telling Holden not to pout because he clearly got outvoted because he's dumb as fuck. Um <laughs> and they go with Avasaro's plan, and after this, Holden secretly sends out all this info to his mom, one of his moms, on Earth. It's a weird move, but he does. He says, you release this one, the time is right, or if you think the time is right, something like that. Could be, could go very badly. Crazy move. Yeah, all involved, yeah. <laughs> but he, that's what he does. And then he calls a meeting, and he announces that his plan is to have two people leave on the Razorback, get away while the Rasanante circles back and goes towards the UN ships to buy them time. Uh, because at this point, they just think that the UN ships are going to catch them and blow them up. And he says that he wants Prax and Naomi to go. Uh, and there's some arguing about this, but they generally agree. Everyone generally agrees that this is fine. But then Bobby has an idea. And that Ooh. is the end of our first chapter. I wonder... So, like, somebody, let's say somebody gives you top secret information. Yep. And you don't really understand it at all. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, let's say, I bet, like, if I bet if I, like, tweeted, like, top secret, like, U.S. intel. Who would know, right? Yeah, who would? The U.S. would find it before anybody who would, like, I don't know. Yes, yeah. Like, it wouldn't, like, blow up. I don't know what I would do with (laughs) top secret intel. what, What gets people in trouble with stuff like this is when, like, you're doing stuff, you're getting stuff constantly right, right? Like, yeah. isn't that like, that's how when, when there's like, when there's like good leakers for things, like, it's because they release multiple things multiple times and they get it right, right every time. You're like, oh, this is a person involved in this project or this company or whatever. Like, th- yeah. this is what, this is what all news is, right? Is when they get sources, like they have sources that leak them things all the time. So like, just doing like a big one-off thing like this would be weird, and I don't think anyone would believe it wouldn't really work. Yeah, I don't, like, know, I don't know. I don't even know how she would like it. I guess you could just call 
Well, I, the military? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you, I, how are you call Hello, someone I'd like, like to speak that? to the military. <laughs> like, I don't know. So there's a Wendy's. It's weird. Yeah. He, I, it's just he's just doing something to do something because he he feels like he needs to. I think it's just to remind us that he has family. Yeah, that too. We kind of get that a lot in these chapters for everyone. Yeah. But, They're yeah. people. We should care about them. They're people too. Well, I care. <laughs> I care about no one in these book series. Wow. So. Yeah, that's why these chapters are here. Not even me. Bobby. I care. Well, well, come on, come on now. I'll get ahead of ourselves. So, uh, yeah, Bobby. Once again, we just get we're we're just getting hit over and over again with the fact that even though she's huge, wow, she is hot. You make like, it that's sound what I'm like getting. that's what I'm getting out of this. That's what they. That's how they frame it. Huge and hot. Yeah. No, it's they're uh, weird, right. It's kind of weird. They're like she can use her body. To beat people up and get what she wants. Yeah, it's like uh, I just don't like um They're hitting it over the head. The first time I it's okay, I guess you I I maybe I okay is maybe not the right term, but like you establish that she's that she's like six and a half feet tall. We know that's a fact. She's like two meters tall. You have and then you just have a bunch of male characters saying how hot she is all the time. Basically, like I, I don't know if I get it. I don't know if I get that bit. But where it's probably not over. We probably get it more. It's not over. So. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, it happens a lot. Oh man, then we get. Yeah, it's good. We it's don't. Good. We, I don't know. It's just. It's just odd. It's just odd to me how much they are just like yes, boom, reminder. Bobby's hot. Bobby's reminder. And Bobby's hot. <laughs> like, uh, I think it's important. I'll allow it. You think it's important? You think it's a crucial part I of the story? I think it's good storytelling too. Let us know yeah. who the hot characters are. <laughs> this is definitely... They, they definitely right. did the most with Bobby out of anybody. I mean... It's, like we're, it's we're just led weird to believe, that they're doing it with, with Bobby so much. Like, we're led to believe Holden's hot, and they definitely made mentions of, like... I mean, yes. Bo- Bobby even mentions it later. Yes. But um, it's, it's a lot in a row. And, like, throughout the whole book, I mean, you had the guy hitting on Bobby at the... Um, on the previous ship... Yep. Mouse ship, uh, the guy hitting on her at uh, when she was exiting the military base. Um, you had the whole uh, taking her suit off situation. I literally just over and over and over. Yeah, it's wild. It's, uh, we don't get that with with Holden. Like, you can't do they, anything. I don't know. It's why it's weird. It's a little weird. It didn't seem weird, and now it seems a little weird to you me. You did it too much. You you broke the toy. <laughs> you made it creepy. There was a line. Fine. Oh yeah, they made it creepy. You're right. That's uh a little too much. Well, it's okay. It's all right. It's not okay. It well, it's not like uh, it could be worse, I guess. <laughs> As with all things. <laughs> wow. Could be worse. Um. All right. We have our first. Oh, technically our second first action of democracy aboard the Rosinante, and I think that this is a great, healthy practice for our crew. What do you think? Yeah, Obi Wan would be proud. Um. Yes. He's all about that democracy. He, for democracy. You were, my brother. you were my brother, Amos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. And Holden's all sappy about it, too, which is hilarious. I feel like this is what he a lot lo- of He leaders. loses his power and he gets all pissy. He's like, I didn't see this coming. How, who could have? <laughs> wow. Amazing. 
that. Look what it is. The consequence. I like how it's, it's also amazing how Avasarla just plays. She's like the master politician. She sees Prax enter and she, I don't know if you said She's this, like, but she just boom. mentions like, yeah, we got to save the little girl. Isn't that what this is all about? It's yep. like, wow. Uh, yeah. Hold hold be like, shit, she got me there. Yeah. What are and you going to say? Uh, no. She just, she just wins. I mean, in her sleep, she just owns no, everyone. So she's the boss. When it comes to arguing. Yeah, uh, yeah, so all this is great. And then getting to this end, the Razorback escape plan, I thought it was a little odd that Holden is just like, all right, Naomi's leaving on the ship and doesn't even ask her beforehand. <laughs> that struck me as very odd uh, and a little weird. Yeah, definitely weird that he was yeah, just like, you're getting on the ship. We're not voting on this one. <laughs> Yeah, which like, is funny I, too. I totally get, I guess. But Naomi, the Naomi situation with him just being like, "Yeah, you got to go." Yeah, I don't I know. Feel like this Didn't even talk to a... her. It is like a last ditch thing and a plot and a... hole filler anyway, because like it definitely I mean, is. It definitely is. We'll Obviously, get this a not... later on. They're like, "Yeah, this isn't gonna work." Right. <laughs> so, so why even include it? I don't I like know. how it's Holden's. Like the only one who like thinks about it too is like, oh wait, we have a ship attached to our ship, right? Um, yeah, no one else like made that connection, but whatever. Right, just kind of a strange. Uh, hmm. I don't know, a weird escape plan that doesn't really accomplish anything, and then yeah, immediately gets backtracked in like a couple chapters. Would they I, really I, find it? Kind of odd. Like, do they know they have two ships? I don't know. Like, I guess they would, but it's uh, just weird. They're big, and the UN ships are at just like I mean, they're just full ass burn out to them already. I wouldn't they? I don't know. They can go in any know. direction. Though. They implied later that they could, they would be able to catch them, right? But I feel like would they be able to see? Like I guess they have the radar and whatever. But I feel like they're so I don't know, so far away that maybe they could sneak the ship away, but maybe not. Maybe not. because they're they're probably pinging them to figure out where the Rosinante is anyway. Yep. Who knows? Yeah, definitely a weird plan. I can't believe you didn't ask Naomi. Like, hey, Naomi, this is what I'm thinking. You cool with this? <laughs> a little weird. A little weird. I don't know. Who would you put on the ship? Like, if you're well, an outsider and you're like, all right, I want to make this like. Well, I would definitely put Prax because he's no use on the Rosinante. Zero right. use at yeah. all. Prax makes 100% sense. 100% and then probably Avasarla, to be honest. She, I, I would probably put her on there, but again, this is from a, a godlike perspective on these characters, and I don't know. <laughs> You're you kind of need God. her. If, if Avasarla's on that ship, I don't think she can talk to anyone, which is kind of her main strength, right? Yes. But I'm holding on there. And <laughs> that'd be hold wild. It. There's one escape ship. Holden's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. on he's he's already on the ship. He's he's like talking to them from the ship. <laughs> Me and Naomi are escaping right now. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Wild. Yes, that would have been way better. Um, yeah, that was the end of that one. Good. Good. Poor Holden. Um, well, we get to the Bobinator. Uh, so many Bobby chapters. The Bobby, yeah, we're going, we're going hard into Bobby. Um, phrasing, 
Crazy. Great. Oh, like holding wishes. Well, yeah. so then, uh, so at the end of this conversation, as you mentioned, Bobby has an idea. So we get into her head, um, and she's like, wait a second, we should ask Mars for help. Uh-huh. Um, which is a pretty good call. I'm not sure why Avasarla didn't think of this one. Um, but she wants, she basically wants to call up Mars, say, hey, we have a UN, a person of the UN government who needs saving from rogue UN ships that want to start a war with Mars. And we're like the peaceful people. Um, yep. So they end up doing this. Uh, Avasarla is like, <laughs> just fucking save me, you idiots. Basically, almost direct quote um, to Mars, but she doesn't even talk to like a, a higher up power. She like leaves a message with, um, just like the communications officer or whatever it seems like, and they're just kind of like, "Well, I hope that works," <laughs> which is <laughs> hilarious. Um, that quote is "fucking save me." Yep. Yeah. There you go. I you can't really put it uh, in simpler terms. There you go. Um. So yeah, they do that, and then they they go to come up with an engagement plan, um, and they're talking, and Bobby wants, she's like, how do you fly this thing with only three people? <laughs> and uh, Holden's like, it's easy, uh, and explains that Alex is the pilot, um, he does the, I don't know what Holden does, what do he do? He does like Holden the, does weapons, but Alex also does weapons? Yeah. I don't Holden, like they they try they explain picks it. the targets and Alex fires them or something and then uh Naomi does or no Naomi does like targeting um because Holden normally does what Bobby ends up doing I believe um yeah yeah, yeah. and or no well yeah and the captain the captain does acquisition from combat ops yep I have to manage fire control uh so Holden picks the targets out, and then Alex shoots. Uh, Naomi does electronic warfare and countermeasures. So she deploys the, like the scrambling stuff that they scrambled. <laughs> the sensors are jammed. Raspberry. Classic. But yeah. Mechanic. Amos is a mechanic. So weird. Once we um, so Holden is going to. I actually can't remember what they end up doing, what but do I know. So they're gonna. They're uh, so yeah. Bobby's like, I want to take over gun controls, and at first Holden's like, uh, no way, buddy. But then Bobby's like, uh, dude, I was literally Holden's trained by the Martian <laughs> by the Martian military <laughs> to do this job. Don't understand why Holden is such a dumbass. And I don't then, get it. Oh, I don't get it. Holden's like, oh. <laughs> like, what? Dude, her like, title is literally Gunny. I don't I don't like. I don't know, that? man. Oh, no. I guess she corrects him. Yeah. Still weird. I just didn't. like, I don't understand how Holden doesn't like. Or even think to ask, like, hey, Bobby, do you know how to work this shit? Yeah. You want to help? Yeah, they're literally shorthanded. Um, uh, uh, really, really silly. And she's clearly a badass Marine, so I don't know, man. It does get her to go into like her job, though, which is probably, I guess, what they wanted. Yep. 
Yep. She's yeah. She I basically explains. She's like, I'm a gunnery sergeant. Yeah. She can shoot anything in the Martian military. Basically, I have learned every single weapon system in the Martian military that we could have interacted with. Yep. I was supposed to like be a master of. So, so buddy boy, <laughs> let me shoot the guns. <laughs> basically, um, so yeah. Then we get to the action scene. Uh, they don't really lay out the plan, but uh, their plan is to do a breaking burn back to them. Um, so they start breaking and essentially heading to them, but not because they're they're still technically moving the, sunward. To the UN ship, ships. Yeah, to the UN ships. So to lay this out, you got the UN ships coming, you got the Martian ships behind them, and then you got everyone's going to the Rosinante. And then so the Rosinante is basically backing up to them to uh, figure this, this stuff out. Um, so as they're doing that, they uh, everybody gets ready. They're ready to all strapped up, ready to rumble. Um, up, got the strap. And so they 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 kind of describe it as just as the Rossi <laughs> strap, just as the sorry, not the Rossi, the UN ships kind of cross this imaginary line of now they can fire and actually hit them. Basically, they describe it's like the danger zone. <laughs> danger. Um, yeah, I like it. Just as they hit the danger zone. Uh, they don't call the danger zone to be clear, but I love that term, <laughs> and that's we're gonna use. I mean, that, it basically is the danger zone. But they it, they just hit the, they just hit the danger zone. They start firing weapons at the Rosinante. They do some uh, maneuvering, um, but also at the same time, Mars gets into the UN's danger zone, and uh, and, and and starts firing on the UN. Um, <laughs> this causes the UN ships to be like. Oh shit! We should focus on those Mars ships and flip around um, to to face them and kind of look, I guess, look less at the Rosinante, not not see them as the main target. They um, gotta turn right around because I mean they're directly one eighty from yeah, yeah the Rossi. So now the main Rossi's main objective is to get past the UN line and back over to the Martian line. Um, so. They they do. The Rossi basically breaks through the line, gets in between the UN and uh, Martian ships. They take a few shots of damage. Um, they actually go to to vacuum, um, and use up a few rounds to shoot at the UN ships, but uh, nothing seriously damaged. Um, everybody makes it out. Uh, Prax soils himself and announces it to the team, um, and. Uh, yeah, but they they make it out alive and over to the Martians without dying. Um, and uh, all is good in the world. And they take down a a UN ship. I fucking love that Prax shits himself and then announces it to everyone on the comms. I just think that's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's I love uh, it. it's great. So it's much very Prax. It's very Prax is MVP because of shitting himself and announcing it to everyone. Yeah. So. He's he's the best. But in this chapter, we get some cool stuff. We get one, Bobby is badass. We she explains why she's badass again. She can shoot any gun in the Martian military. Um, two, Bobby thinks Holden is cute, which is, I, I guess we get beat over the head with Holden's attractiveness now. Not really, but um, uh, it's, it's way less. It's way less like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just way less creepy. The way she's just like, what? What does she say? What does uh, she say? 
the cute one who always looks like he's She's like, he expected him she expected him to not be uh like to not listen or be or be smart or something and so it like i don't know i guess it's doing the same thing but it's way less creepy in the way that they do it yeah she kind of and she kind of realizes holden isn't a i don't know like a douchebag captain or like right yes yeah, yeah like he may be like whatever the stereotypical like pretty boy what's that guy's name from uh he, Futurama? Seems, like he seems like a cocky like douchebag guy. What's yeah. the Futurama oh guy? Zap, Zap uh, Brannigan. Zap yeah, Brannigan. Wow. Yeah. Holden is Holden. Zap Brannigan. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, kind of. No, no. He's not Zach Brannigan. What makes a man turn to neutrality? <laughs> uh, he's he's Zach Brannigan in different ways. Or is it a heart full of neutrality? That's what it is. What makes a man neutral? My favorite quote um, of all time. Yeah, he's he's in different ways. He's oblivious in other ways, but he's not. He's if there's one thing Holden's not, I don't think he's self-absorbed or um. Well, what? he gets there. What? No, he's never like, I'm James Holden. You should do what I say because I'm James Holden. He's like, I don't know. I don't think he's. I wouldn't he say he's full well, of himself. I, he used to. I mean, he used to. It was not like. It wasn't like in our face, but it used to be like, okay, I'm going to say what we do and we're going to do that. And he would never. But no one. I don't know. There's difference between being like authoritative we and also, captain. Then. We also never were in the heads of any of the other characters in book one. And book I bet you if one. we were, then there'd be a lot more. What the fuck is James doing right now? I don't think fuck, so. What the fuck is going on? They see. I mean, besides, I mean, they, they kind of Naomi did all the time. But they never like they never like questioned him as like a captain. They're like, yeah, man, you're the cap. I mean, in this book, they're like, yeah, you're the cap. We wouldn't have it any other way. Um, That's true. So, but yeah, he's uh, he's Zach Brannigan in some ways, um, and apparently cute. Zach Brannigan, God, I love Zach Brannigan. Zach Brannigan's the best. Death by Snoo Snoo. Um, uh, where, wow, yeah, Bobby, it was literally, it would be death by Snoo Snoo. Wow, all right. Um, yeah, so in, in this, they also axe the escape ship plan, explaining that if they right. send an escape so ship is, away, so is the next chapter, yeah, it's literally like, the next chapter. We can't do the escape ship thing because they're gonna assume Avasar Lazana and blow it up. So, how about nobody do that? <laughs> uh, we spent like three pages last chapter arguing about who's leaving on the escape ship. And, and then we're not doing that. And then no, can't do it. Two pages later, we're, we can't do that. Sorry. I'm pretty sure this was literally to dismiss people, like being like, "Why don't they just lose the escape ship?" Um, but yeah, you're right. It might be they could have just said they'll catch us either way. <laughs> I don't know. I, it just like yeah. Oh baby, I love this line too. So they're getting ready. They're like uh, they're they're getting all souped up, and then. Holden or somebody's like everybody got their catheters in this could be a while and then Amos says mine's too tight and then <laughs> Alex is like dude it's supposed to go on the outside not the inside Love it. I, I just thought that was great just boys being boys it's, love to see it just boys being boys just but dudes also being guys. It, it begs the question if it's supposed to go on the outside then it's a condom catheter how, how does a girl wear a condom catheter um, it's probably just like a big. I'm gonna Google this. 
thing. Uh, do, no, we have, that... do we have them? Do we have them? Do these exist in real life? Yeah, Google. Yes. Yeah, they do exist. I'm Googling now. Give me. Mm, I maybe um, should have been more careful with this. No. Nope. Um, oh, okay. I mean, it looks like. I don't think there. It's like I think it's a male-only thing, though. Yeah, it might be. Uh, I'm gonna type in female. Oh no. I mean, condom implies. Oh no no no! This is it. Oh what the. What? Mm-hmm. So a regular catheter for people who aren't aware, like goes in your urethra, which makes sense, could be used for both sex. But if it's how a condom we, catheter, how do we get here? Then that has to go over the member. So then, how does that work if you're a female? Well, what is this? I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. Are these like? I think I just got like how they train to put cats i'm not sure in. i'm not sure it exists i need to i'm gonna not google that anymore all right Woo. Too late. yeah i don't think i think it has to be a regular catheter if you're a female huh. um so hmm. that's what we know well also, that'd be suit. annoying that'd be annoying Probably, as heck she's not in her suit right no she excuse me no she's not well, in her big suit. suit her suit probably has <laughs> a catheter Waste management of some Waste sort. Waste management. Yeah, I would maybe, hope so. Maybe not. It takes I'm not three sure. hours to put together. So right. Yeah, you would need it. Interesting. Either way, so, wild. Yeah. Um. They 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 help the Martians, and they win. So. Right. We know that they won. Right. Yes, they won. And then hmm. um. Technically, they also helped Earth, but. They don't really know if that's going to be true yet. Yeah, so they basically align themselves with Mars here, which is interesting. Um, and we learned, I mean, we learned in the following chapters that Mars is fully, like, helping them, which is also interesting, since they have a stolen Martian ship. The only person, I mean, I guess Alex is Martian, but then the other Martian is a traitor, literally. Um, so it's a little weird to me. Like, I get that they're helping them because... They're base Mars is basically helping them because they don't want a war with the UN and they know that Avasarla doesn't want a war and she's a high up in the UN, so if they can help her, maybe they don't go to war. Um but we already know yeah. that Mars like doesn't trust the UN at all. Like they hate each other. Sure. So it's a little weird that they're helping them, and then the rest of the people are more aligned with the OPA than anything. Um so it's uh a little weird. If I'm being honest, that Mars is... I'm not sure it's in their 100% best interest to help them. No. I don't know. I don't know how politically it would play out, though, if they didn't. Like, they, like let's say they capture them. Like, then what? That, well, that's what they... Sh- I, that's what... Well, I mean, we'll get there when I go into the Snatch Chapter 2, but, like, I thought it was totally unrealistic as well. I, I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get what Mars all. is gaining by helping them, What is least. happening here? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like... Mars doesn't know what Earth is doing. They know that there are like six Earth ships going off to Ganymede, Jupiter, Io. They don't know why. They don't know what they're doing. They do know that they do now know that there is a like third in the pecking order UN person on this ship. So, like, I mean, hugely important UN government official that's on a ship with like four people and James Holden. 
and a mar yeah like it just makes no if you're like a military or a government you're not shooting down these un ships just because i don't know it doesn't Only seem like you would thing, shoot down yeah to shoot that the un ships is huge right um i guess Ava, if they're but like Avasarla said she was okay this is Avasarla, and she said she wants us to shoot these un ships down I guess I see it, maybe, but like, it's kind of it weird. seems weird. Like when she's on this random ass ship. I don't know. The is vice she, president is like, is says she being to somebody? I don't know. Is she like being held under duress? Is that is that like? I, is she just saying this because someone wants her to say this? Like that? Those are all. Why is she? Why is she on this tiny ship that's not? Yeah, that's I a feel like if, ship. Like it would. This would be. This would raise a billion red flags. If the and vice I, president like just uh, called up Russia and was like, "Yeah, just nuke us, no repre no repercussions, <laughs> just do it." Like, I don't think yes. I don't think Russia. This nukes is me. Us. I guarantee this is me. It's fine. You have to trust me on this. You gotta it's stop fine. us. We're gonna it's... start a war unless you nu <laughs> unless you shoot at us. It just I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely very um... weird. But they do have the video that I don't. It's still it doesn't it doesn't really match, but it gets them out of the pickle to set up the last fight. So. It's do? very. It seems unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, let's it jump like into the, the chapter. So the next chapter is very. So the the next chapter is just is very short. It's literally so it's following the battle. Dude, everyone's trying to yes, okay. get the get the um the the three. They've discovered that there's basically three rounds that went through their ship that they're working and fixing. Um. Holden and Naomi are talking. We get a nice little bit of uh, foreshadowing for Banter. our people who are ahead of uh, this book in the series. Holden's like, wow, look at all these. Because he's outside the ship, right? Yep. And he's looking Banter. at space. Yep. And I, I, uh, paradoxically, when you're on a spaceship, you don't actually see stars very much. <laughs> so you, he's looking True. up at space he's like, damn, look at all these stars. Naomi, you know what's up around all those stars? Planets. <laughs> Probably like four or five on each star, right? Hmm. Mm. Love to. I'd love to go see. Uh, you know, one of those planets where the protomolecule uh, of people he are. wonders. Well, he says he says something funny. He's like, "I wonder if my grandkids will ever, gran our grandkids will ever uh, be there one day." But it's a funny thing to say. Who could say? He'd love to go meet those protomolecule masters. And Weird. That just that'd be crazy, right? There's no way. There's no way that happens. That would, ever. That would never. That would never happen, clearly. So, how would you get there? You no can't. There's knows. no drive. There's no drive. How do you get out there? Can't do it. Well, it's impossible. Glad that we talked about that. Impossible. So, um, yes, they have that little conversation, and that the only reason I'm calling this out so much is because that's literally the only thing that happens in this chapter that makes sense, <laughs> uh, and and one that is really short. And then, so the captain. I'm just a little incredulous at the whole way that this goes down. The captain of one of the Martian cruisers calls them and <laughs> him and Holden are talking and he's like, man, love to hear the story of uh, how you idiots and a Martian trader and a government UN official all met up on this ship and got in this war and won it. And Holden's <laughs> like, hell yeah, let's talk about it when you want to, brother. And Holden's like, hey, man, can you just, like, give us a bunch of torpedoes? Like, we spent all our torpedoes. Can you give us, like, 14 <laughs> torpedoes? And the guy's like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Take them. We don't need them. 
And Holmes like, oh, we also, you know, we also dumped all our PDCs. Y'all, can y'all refill those? And he's like, of course, for <laughs> sure, dude. No problem. Is that a margin chip? Oh, they'll match perfectly. Heck yeah. <laughs> and then um, Holmes like, oh, and also, I was wondering, you know, we got like, um, you got any of those recon suits on that ship? We got, uh, I'm wondering if we could maybe get a little so special something. We got a little recon suit of our own on this ship. <laughs> we also stole a, a recon suit. <laughs> it was damaged. We don't really know how, you know, as they get. But uh, yeah, I would like to, you know, get a little some some. Well, we're adding we trade ships. Could we... <laughs> be a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just like, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love this. Uh, take what you need, brother. Uh... We're on the same side. Us Martians and you fucking space trash. Sure. Why not? Hell yeah. So, yeah, that's that's literally essentially how the conversation goes down. And the Marsh cruiser pulls right next to him. Marsh person comes on is like, hey. Uh, you order these torpedoes? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, sir, right this way. Yes, sir. And they work on, uh, you know, loading those up. The PDCs are fun because you have to go in a spacesuit, and because they don't have the machine to load them, there's two people that are pushing boxes of PDCs between the two ships, so you're floating between uh, the two ships for a little bit as you do little bursts of uh, air to, to push yourselves, and that seems scary and fun. And yeah, then towards the end of this, uh, Amos is like, oh, Holden, you got you got a little gift for Bobby. I hope it's not roses. <laughs> Naomi's not going to be there. And he's like, no, 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 no. And uh, Amos is like, yeah, Alex would have been crushed. I was <laughs> like, what? Alex and Bobby? What? <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's like, well, I don't think uh, she might not be too interested in it, but I don't think she'd I don't think she'd kill him. So that's good. They're like, sure. Great. And then they, uh, you know, they finish loading up all the weaponry that they reloaded off the Martians, and they continue on their way. Yeah, we we also get hit over the head with how how not attractive Alex is. He's yeah, like, it hurts. Well, he's uh, Alex is middle aged. He's balding. He has he's got he's fat. He's <laughs> all just going hard on uh, Alex. Unbelievable. He's not interesting. He's got <laughs> he's. he's, he's no personality. He's not, he doesn't have a good career. Like, what do you like? He's got no future, obviously. <laughs> like, uh, for yeah, Alex. pretty brutal. Also, Getting way owned. different from the show, who he's pretty, uh, pretty attractive dude. Alex is great. Um, in the show, we we love Alex. Not very old Alex. at all. Like, he doesn't look middle aged. Yeah, and his his thirty maybe like. I get 30 doesn't seem middle-aged anymore. Like, you see someone that's 30, do you think middle-aged? Not usually. What would I call... I think I'd call middle-aged, like, 45. It's got to be 40. At yeah, least. yeah. At yeah. least. And, like, yeah. I feel like... You almost, you almost have to have kids, too. You would have to have kids. I would say you'd have to have gray hair, to be honest. But If you're, like, 45 and no kids, I don't know if I'm going to call you middle-aged. I guess I... I what? <laughs> you have to have kids to be middle-aged? I don't know, but it just it's makes you... Like I feel like kids may, like... I feel like kids kind of age you prematurely um, a little bit not like horribly but it definitely i feel like if you have kids you definitely seem older than someone that maybe doesn't and maybe maybe that just increases maybe if you're like 35 and you've got a few kids i might be more willing to call someone middle-aged middle behind their back yeah uh, behind their back well i'm not He's middle-aged so who's 35 and wants to be called middle-aged fucking no one Middle-aged. I mean, technically, so if you think the real meaning of middle-aged is, like, middle of your life. <laughs> like 40, yeah, right. So then it would be, like, 35-40, right? Like, because middle-aged 78 is the average. It's the middle quartile. 
Sad. We're almost there. Well. Soon. Alright, it's going to be the prime of our life. Maybe tomorrow. Technically, how old are we going to live to? Pretty old, I bet. You don't... Uh, you're jinxing it. We're going to die tomorrow. I yeah. mean, realistically, if we stay healthy... I feel like 80 is the easy. Like, easy. I could, my I mean, grandpa turned 85, I think, so I'm looking pretty yeah, good. My grandparents are in their 80s, doing fine. <clears throat> Hell yeah. You get good genes, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, the reason that we're on a tangent is because this chapter is fucking boring and weird. I, this doesn't mean, why did they give him so many torpedoes? It's sad. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. I think I almost, it, if the authors are good, they write good stuff normally. This is bad. They must just have been like, we're going to get in the space fight very soon. We got to explain why they have torpedoes again. Like, I, I, that's yeah. the only thing and I can think Mars of. Mars isn't trying to kill him too. Yeah, like, like I don't. Know. It's a weird arc. It doesn't. I just cannot believe that Owen's like. It's he just yeah. Calls it's, him up, he just calls him up. Hey, you want to give us a, bunch, a refuel all our weapons and shit? The guys, like it's weird. Hell yes, brother. It's one thing to save him from the UN. Like I can, I can, I can see that. It's another, yeah, to restock them with <laughs> with weapons and shit. And like, then that continue is going, and then continue going to Io. Yeah. If you're the Mars Navy, you take these guys captive, you question them, you determine, yeah. okay, is there a threat here? Is there something we need to go do? Then the Martian Navy goes, and then all these people go back fucking home. Like, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. A little it weird. Sense. Yeah, no so sense. just, like, I'm, you want to go to Io? Like, imagine I pull... Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, just, it's odd. A little imagine odd. that you call the military, and you're like, hey, I just ran out of all my bullets, can you all, can you all throw me some? That you want to go oh, to Guam shit. and I lost my bombs. Shit. Can you guys restock my bombs? Thank you. Thank God. I just don't. I just. I have a UN member makes... captive. You... No fucking sense. Um, I the vice president here. Please. <laughs> Deep fakes have to be a thing by this point. So maybe um, that's what's going on. Maybe behind the scenes. Uh, either um, way. Oh, and then the probably the most fun in this chapter. Amos admits it. Bobby would probably beat him in a wrestling at match. At the spoilers, this happens at some point. Wow, spoilers. A wrestling match between Bobby and Amos. And Bobby wins. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Unbelievable here. I mean, it is. It's great. Bobby wins by a long shot. I mean... This is the most important foreshadowing in this chapter, IMO. Yeah, I mean... It makes sense too. There is no other. If you think about it, Bobby's big. He's probably just as big and strong as Amos, and then also has military Amos training. Is, Amos is like a big dude, but he's not six six, right? Like, yeah, I mean, no, he's a short earther. And by oh, short, right. he's probably like five compact. Nine. I don't think. He's, I mean, he's either way. He's not. He's probably like good, a good head under Bobby, and uh, yeah, and doesn't have military training, so which is big. I mean, like. Although Amos can obviously fight, we see that through the rest of the series. But um, I feel like military training is uh, a lot different than learning on the streets. But probably you see, you get what you get. Yeah. Um. So yeah, weird chapter. But uh, we'll move on. Amos probably we'll, would have been a really Amos would have been a really good wrestler actually. We'll suspend our like, disbelief. Yeah, stout. And, if he's five nine and fucking jacked, he's been a really good wrestler. Hopefully. Well, we get to Avasarala. Avasarla. 
She's in back. her chapter. She's uh she's still sending messages. She's sending to uh she now sends to the big daddy, Secretary General what's his name? Um Aaron the Wright? one no, not Aaron Wright. Aaron Wright's the, oh, the big one? Yeah. Uh Sorrento Gillis. Sorrento the puppy or whatever she calls him. What she call him? Yeah, I think it's the puppy dog. Not or something a puppy, like that. it's something else. No. A duck? <laughs> it, <laughs> you're a duck. Either way, she doesn't think what? very high. Oh, the bobblehead, the bobblehead, bobblehead. Um, a duck? <laughs> what? Could have been a duck, I don't know. A, <laughs> what floats? A duck. Um, burn her. Burn. The witch. Yeah, so she's she's sending it to the secretary general, which is she's uh, she's going right up to this. Is, she just sent a message to the right up to the top, mm-hmm. um, which is big time. And then strikes up. Prax comes in. He's like, "Is this is this gonna work? Are we gonna make it?" Um, and gets gets on to his sadness as he he hates that everybody thinks he's a. A pedophile, which fair, <laughs> I would hate that too. I love how he phrased it like, "I'm just so sad. Everyone thinks that I beat my wife and child." <laughs> so it's like, I just, it just sucks, you know. It just sucks. Yeah, I just, I don't know the phrasing and the way his demeanor is really funny. It is funny, and then she's like, "Well, no one's ever what their reputation says." Um, to which Prax replies, "Well, Holden." Seems to live up to his. And uh Avasarla is like touche. Um, but I him. He uh checks out. Yeah, Holden leaves it all on the table. He doesn't uh posture for anybody. Um but uh then he asks her another good question. Why don't we just nuke Io? Or why aren't you nuking Io, basically? Um which he he obviously doesn't want them to nuke Io because his his daughter's there, which also causes some fun things to happen later on. But um, she gives him two answers. She's like, I say it's because, well, if we nuke Io, then I destroy all the evidence. We don't know if there's other places they're holding secret bases on. Um, and we need the evidence to convict all the bad people. Um, but really, she just doesn't want to kill kids, which is also a pretty good reason, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, not killing kids. She also says, it's uh, it's cost me a lot in my career, which is... Sad. <laughs> not killing kids has cost me a lot in my political career. That's not good. Not, not what you good. want. But not wrong, probably. Not not wrong, sadly. Um But yeah, good reasons. Good talk. Good stuff. Um But later she gets a call back from Aaron Wright, who is just very upset. She she says she describes him as like he's not in this normal like calm demeanor. He's like visibly upset, and then basically just threatens her and her family. Like you really fucked up this time, Avasarla. You're dead. I could save you a little bit, but he's like trying to gaslight her. Like yeah, uh, like she fucked up and she's in trouble. And if she doesn't like crawl back to him, then she's she's gonna die and her family's gonna die. Uh, which is nuts. Like, I don't know why he think this would work on Avasarla because, I mean, obviously he's just unhinged because he knows he's losing. Um, but she loves it. She's, like, smiling. She's showing everybody. She's like, ah, look at this guy. And it's funny because uh, 
she shows it to i think it's alex and bobby and they're like oh shit what do we do and she's like what we won what do you mean what do we do <laughs> uh, but yeah it's great i love that she uh she gets the enjoyment out of it and doesn't uh fall for the gaslighting um so that's good but then we get the even bigger announcement the secretary general announces that i've learned there is a faction working outside our uh our normal demeanor with an outside corp to develop uh something evil and we're looking to shut it down basically <laughs> um so it it basically means there is uh at least part of the UN is is it's not all being controlled by Aaron right basically Aaron Wright's plan is mm-hmm. not going to mm-hmm. to where he wants it to he's uh he's now kind of being ousted um, and we're kind of seeing a split of factions now because we're going to have gen- kind of General Souther and his gang and then uh, Aaron Wright and General Nguyen and their gang. Um, and uh, we're going to see what happens. And I, so- all I can... I'm sorry, you can keep going. Once you're done with your summary, please let me know because I just have a very big comparison to make. No, go ahead. Go for the comparison. So all I can think about and is an alternate universe where... This announcement by the president is his the attempt on my life has left me scarred in deformed <laughs> speech. And he just goes full goes full like military dictatorship. Yeah. I could just see it. I could see it happening. I could see it. I mean that would be the Aaron Wright. Rebels, the rebel alliance has been crushed. If in an alternate universe where Aaron Wright, like his plan goes to fruition, that'd be this would have been fucking that first guy from the first movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Aaron Wright wins. He becomes Darth Plagueis. Unreal. I'm sorry, not Darth Plagueis. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious. Amazing. Uh, amazing. As Mars Win is Win is Darth Maul, obviously. Yep. Because he's fucking. He's not Vader. But. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I could think of. Was he's like, it has come to my attention that we have a faction in the government. Blah 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 blah. I was like, wow. Is the attempt on your life left you scarred and deformed? Yes. Mark? Yeah. And then, so the only other thing, we've now solved one of the problems in that, well, kind of. So only half the UN fleet doesn't want to kill them, basically. Uh, so that's good. But also, it's still not great because you still have the force on IO with the bioweapon who is not afraid to use it, and you still have the other half of the UN fleet, which is a lot. And then as we get into the later chapters, like there's no no guarantee those fleets are gonna, gonna do anything. Like you're asking. Is there no Is Aaron Wright the end all be all with the military? I guess I don't understand why there's no one saying like, hey, Admiral Nguyen, you're you gotta come back you gotta come back, sir. Oh, that happens at the end of the in two chapters um yeah that's fair but i don't know it's kind of a thing like like imagine you're in the military and then like your commanding officers like do this and then i don't it's weird for avasarla i feel like is she i guess it's only really why would she not think that aaron Wright and win are both like done at this point i guess i don't know why she doesn't assume that what do you mean done like why that threat wouldn't be over Ooh, well, because they still control the military. I mean, 
So yeah. she just thinks that there's just like rogue UN admirals that are gonna be like flying around now. Like I don't like that. I seems, mean, there basically is, right? I mean, there like, is, but like I don't know why. That seems like a crazy escalation, which it is. And I don't know. Does she does she think that that could happen? Yeah, I mean, so we basically get so one, um, the secretary general hasn't he hasn't like said uh, these people are evil and we're taking them down yet. I'm pretty sure he doesn't really know. Well, I guess he does because he got, He's got sent You got to know where your so. ships are, right? Like, they also know that six ships just got destroyed by Mars. Yeah, it's a little weird that he doesn't... He isn't just, like, right then, like, hey, I've, or General Nguyen and these ships need to come back here now. And um, if you don't, then... I don't understand. And then, like, if that seems like that would be the case, like, all all U.S. military... So he back, does do that later. And you could yeah, argue right. that he's digesting it, but yeah, uh, it is right, a little weird. right. Especially because time is of the essence, but yeah, who knows? And I then we get know. the whole because, like, once once that order is made and clearly it gets defied, then it's like I was like, oh well, we didn't take care of that, care of that problem. But up until then, it seems like that would be you would be like, well, all right, good job, we took care of the, we don't got to worry about the UN military anymore. I don't know. It seems it's weird that she thinks that while Aaron Wright is not an issue one of the UN admirals is still in my brain. True. And she knows that those two are working together. Fair. Either way. Fair. Um, so we... Another Bobby chapter. We are back to the number one character in the story bobby bobby draper bam, 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 bam. so uh bobby is we have a little bit of an introspective chapter for our girl here and she's thinking back to her training it was from her class in the military only the top four got to be selected for recon training she got number one in her class by a wide margin and she is thinking back to how she called her dad and she was like Woo-hoo. And he was like, woo! And then they had a great time. She, we, we learned that she's basically the one uh, kid in her family that followed in her father's military footsteps, and that they had a a good relationship because of that. Uh, and yeah, she, she is, she's kind of like made up her mind that she's like ready to go and fight some proto molecule monster. Once again, and mm-hmm. she's disassembling her suit and cleaning it out. She's got time, she's got no responsibilities. She's just she can take her time, do what she wants, hang out, go slow. And yeah, she's she wants to. She's like thinking about how to like take one of these bad boys down because she knows that she's probably gonna have to fight it because she's got this suit. And if anyone else <laughs> gets close, they're just gonna get absolutely ripped in half in some way, shape, or form. So, she calls Naomi. She's like, Naomi, you got Bluetooth on this thing? Naomi's like, yes. We got the Bluetooth upgrade package. And they (laughs) connect the suit to the Martian uh, ship. And Bobby is able to watch the video feed. uh, I'm assuming on one of the screens in the shop where she is assembling her suit. And she puts it on repeat of the massacre on Ganymede, which I don't think she's been able to watch very well until now. And so she's watching this. 
she's kind of like accepting it a little bit. That's kind of what we're what we're made to read. And but while while she's you know cleaning her suit and watching this and strategizing, she uh, is noticing she's she's just kind of identifying the strategies that these monsters use when they're fighting. They're super strong, so a they and they're really quick, so they just try and get up next to you and just literally rip you in two. And if they can't do that, then they try and pick up something heavy and throw it at you. That also works very well a lot of the time. So she comes to the conclusion that she's going to need to do some sort of hit and run tactics and stay out of arm's length and just keep working on it because it has to stop when it wants to throw something and then she'll just have to get out of the way when it throws crap at her. And yeah, that's her plan for fighting one of these things, which... She's literally just kind of prepping for, and I mean, it's clearly going to happen based on the <laughs> based on the prep work that's that's being set up here. She mentions that it feels like a Kurosawa movie, which is a fucking great reference, obviously. We'll throw yeah. to Kurosawa and then obviously Star Wars, which are both getting influenced here. And it's great. She sends a message to her dad uh, because, again, everyone thinks they're going to die, so everyone's sending messages right now. And then she also sends an apology to Captain Mertens, which is funny. Does she do this in the show? Do you remember? Uh, the show's very weird. So I was right, actually... because Mertens is weird as fuck in the show, and less so in the books. So she I'm wondering if... certainly doesn't do this. Um, yeah. It's also... It I works figured. out a little bit different. So for one, Naomi isn't on the freaking ship at this point. Um, she, like, leaves a little later and then is on the Bohemoth. Um, and the, oh, the timeline's a little bit messed up. Um, oh, weird. So yeah, huh. Naomi isn't on the ship right now, kind of. And then That's like, strange. yeah, the battle and stuff's a little different. I don't know. It's a, it's a little different. I'm pretty, I don't remember her sending a, a thing to, because uh, he was kind of a, a douche. Yeah, he was. Show. It, it was way more like manipulative in the show. Yeah. Uh, and while he wasn't like a super, he definitely wasn't an angel yeah. in the book. He was better than his show character right um but yeah the he sends an apology to him he says thank you for trying to help me i think i understand now and yeah she goes to send these messages at the comm station and she falls asleep on the couch holden then wakes her up assumedly a long time after she's fallen asleep there and she's like oh what's up and he just like making sure that she's okay and he's like hey i have something for you in the machine shop and I, I don't know, A, if I'm Bobby, I'd be like, what do you mean you have something for me? We're on a spaceship. Where, where are you getting things to give me? Um, but she's like, all right, great. I'll go take a shower, and then we'll go see what's going on. And then he's like, all right, check it out. And he's got a big old gun for her suit. It's got, he's got, she's like, wow, this gun is great, but I have no bullets. And he's like, check this out. And he, like, kicks over another box, and he's got 5,000 bullets. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, fuck yes. This is great. They're incendiary rounds. So everyone's hyped. Bobby's like, let's fucking go. Time to murder some time to murder some proto-molecule babies. I love it. Proto-molecule babies. And they're basically all babies. Um, yeah, that was that chapter. Uh I kind of mentioned everything that I was gonna discuss. Once again, love that Holden was like, all right. You know those dope suits y'all got? I need a gun for one of them, and I need a shit ton of bullets. 
what what say you let's negotiate and the guy's like negotiate uh, they're already on their way i'll drink to that brother yeah. <laughs> you need bullets don't we all say no more say no more, say no more. so yeah that Maybe was Bob's prep. The for holding up. if i didn't yeah this guy he's like fuck dude holding send him whatever he wants you want my ship you want my ship you want, take the ship you want my sh- Take the ship. Uh, if I didn't know better, this would very clearly be the Bobby's 100% gonna die chapter. Maybe. Who could say? I mean, she's not, but... Wow. She might. Sad. Emotionally. She doesn't die emotionally. No. Well. Well. She kind of did when was reborn. Well. Yeah, she already did. You're right. So, makes yeah, I don't have. I don't really have anything else to say about this chapter. Makes you think. Uh, yeah, we can get to the last one. This is a big old doozy. We're in the. Are we in the head of Holden? I guess we are. We are in the. We are in the head of Holden. We are in the head of Holden, where anything can happen. True. Everyone now at IO in orbit, ready to happen. Holden's wondering how it's going to play out. He's so I kind of mentioned this earlier. He's like, well. So we know Admiral Souther's on our side, but is he really on our side? Because Point. if like we're, is he really going to shoot at UN, other UN people? And are the, Question. are the, are his underlings going to follow the orders to shoot at UN people? Question. At, are you asking a question to me? Yeah, I'm asking you a question. Yes. Did it explain? Did it explain? Yes. So we had the ships that were coming out here for yep. so they were chasing Holden yep. and company. Yep. And then the Mars ships are chasing them. But and now we also have Admiral Souther and Admiral Nguyen with separate fleets also at Iowa. Were they also going there at the same time or were they already here or what was going on? So uh so I'm almost certain that Nguyen was the one chasing them. Or But all those ships got destroyed, I thought. You're right. And so I know everybody was like kind of called to IO. I think Nguyen like was going to IO because obviously he knows what's there and wants to protect it. And then Souther's like, hang on a minute. What's going on? I'm bringing my fleet too. And then yep. the Martians were also like, why is everyone going to IO? We got to check this shit out. Um, so we've got, we had the ships that were chasing Holden and now we also have these other fleets. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's explained that there's literally. This is like three dozen ships here now. This is basically all, uh, like a lot of the all the military, pretty much. It's like it's crazy. They're like one of these ships could destroy like a planet, and there's like whatever ten of them. Right. Uh, there's how many? How many admirals do you think are in the navy? Like five, right? And if they each have twelve ships, then I mean that's like yeah. That we have two here with twelve ships apiece. There's. A big portion of the military here right now. Yeah. Like, we've yeah. lined and then, up. And then we Martian ships, too. And they have less ships than the UN does. Yep. It's that it's that scene in the office where everybody's pointing their guns at each other, too. What kind of? And the, te- the teams are weird because technically they think that the Martian 12 and Souther's 12 are on their team. Yeah. But they don't know about Nguyen's 12. Yep. Or Southern Nguyen could team up and own the Martians as well. That could also be a very yes. good thing. So, yes. So, but- we're at the, we at a Mexican standoff and we don't know. Yeah, so it's it's funny because Avasarla's like, so there's playing both sides that he always comes out on top. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, it's funny because Avasar is like kind of like not even worrying. She's like, we have the most ships. We're going to win. Um, Which I don't. Some, sometimes I'm just like, Shut up. what do you mean? <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, Holden debates doing this in his head, but it's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, and he's also like, who knows? She could be right. Like, but um, <laughs> she's, yeah, very patient with, with Avasarla, which is, which is, again, not like, uh, to Holden's credit, he's not like uh, Mr. Uh, Zach Brannigan. He's, he can be a nice man. But she also, yeah. like, she orders him around. She's like, how, how long till we get to, because uh, they are, like, pulling up to Io at this point. He's like, how long until we get to Io? And Holden's like, 18 hours. And he wants to say, it says it in the bottom corner of your screen, you idiot. But uh, knows that that's not what she wants. She wants to be told. So he just goes along with it. He's uh, happy to play that role, which good on him. I know a lot of people couldn't handle that. I maybe couldn't, but uh, he, he does it well. Um, but they, uh, it's fun. It's fun. It's good stuff. And then they have a little conversation about uh, imperialism and how uh, since the beginning of time, basically, humans have tried to, like, one faction, like, control more and more things uh, before their their arm, their reach of uh, influence could could hold it. They, they compare kind of the... The English Empire of North America, India. I mean, every they basically had everything at one point, um, but couldn't hold on to it. Um, and then the, they're kind of comparing it to the belt, uh, which is, which is, yeah, interesting. And then, uh, but then, but then they like kind of bring it back around. They're like, but the Proto Malgu people, they actually did it, <laughs> which is scary. Um, like we can't even like govern over a solar system and they're governing over seemingly a galaxy at least if not more um so pretty crazy there's one actual big baddie out there uh and we also get the line space is too fucking big which is uh my favorite line which is funny because you also said the sun is too fucking big at one point I did. Which is Dead. it's great. You were you're on the same wavelength as uh Avasarla. Great minds, so they say. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh so the crew once again gets ready for a big fight. Avasarla's eating them peanuts. Not peanuts. Cashews. Not cashews. Are they cashews? Pistachios. Pistachios. It's all right. Third time's the charm. We got it. Pistachios. Holden thinks about telling her not to eat them, but then it's like, ah, she's a grown woman. You can do what she wants, which is probably wait, a good why move. Did, wait, why does he think that? Why does he think that? Think what? He's a girl. Why woman. does he? Why does he tell her not to eat the pistachios? He doesn't tell her. He thinks about not telling her. Telling why does her. he think? Why does he? I would never be like, hey, don't eat that. Because they're adult. about to go into a battle, and it might kill her. Like, imagine if like they all. Oh, like he's literally thinking about the shells like blasting through her eyeballs. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. He's like, I thought he just was annoyed by her chomping on these pistachios. No, no, no. I'm like. Like imagine like you're like hang we're hanging out and I'm like oh hey Dak don't eat those fucking chips <laughs> stop it stop it. <laughs> like, what the fuck uh excuse me I'm gonna eat I'm gonna eat what I want thank you yep 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 uh so they get so they do get to everybody's basically in a face off they're in battle positions good old Prax comes up he's like why is nobody shooting each other and. <laughs> Which is he's astute as ever. But <laughs> he's not wrong. He's, he's not. not wrong. 
Um, and Amos is like, hey, remember that time we, we were all in that room and nobody was shooting each other and then you cocked your gun and everybody started shooting each other? It's kind of like that. We're waiting for somebody yeah. to cock the gun. <laughs> vaguely. Vaguely remember. And then Frag is like, ah. Say, <laughs> like, I'll do it again. First. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Literally almost does it again. Oh, um, yeah. But also important to note here. So we got the Martian ships who have targeted the UN ships. Um, we got the UN ships controlled by uh, General Nguyen. Nguyen? Questioning myself now. Um, and they are also targeting Mars ships. And then you have General, or not General, Admiral Souther's ships who are just not targeting anybody, which is a good sign. Good for now. Yeah, good for now. He's, he's trying to not, uh, not go crazy. Um, which, yeah, is good. And then a radio message. Then we get the, the good posturing starting. A radio message comes from Io saying, hey, get out of this airspace or we are going to shoot our bioweapon at Mars, uh, which is pretty scary because we've established like if they shoot this at Mars and it hits Mars, uh, they will basically become Venus because they can't control this thing um, and it's going to just freaking wreak havoc and go everywhere. Uh, so scary stuff. Um, and then Mars just comes on full, full blast going, Hey, uh, we'll do what we like. <laughs> I love it. I do. I love this quote. They're like, we're going to glass this whole fucking moon. With I, lo- I do. I love it. Like this, this lady just gives no fucks. She's like you shoot one thing and you are absolutely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I love it so uh, much. Which is it's great, yeah. I love the I love the idea of like yeah, like high ranking military people like doing that too. Like not yes. just like I don't know political talk, just like yeah, we're gonna nuke the shit out of you. <laughs> she starts because she starts, and I love she. They start with their introductions too, yeah. so it's like it's all buttoned up and official, and then it just leads into you fucking do one thing, and we will blast your ass out of the solar system. I love it. I love it. Uh, this is Admiral Muhan of the Marshall Congressional <laughs> Republic Navy. You fire anything bigger than a bottle rocket, and we will glass the whole fucking moon. Do you copy? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yes, yes, ma'am. Um, yes, and then do. we get we get into even like more like school arguing um, of General Nguyen coming out and be like, uh, Admiral Souther's not supposed to be here, and. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely ratting them out. I recommend Unreal. that Admiral Souther's <laughs> ships fire on Admiral Souther and anyone on Admiral Souther's ship itself start a mutiny. And then during this, Admiral Souther comes on comms and is like, don't listen to that idiot. Uh, <laughs> and and then they kind of cut it off. Love that they're on the same side and they're just arguing like this. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's honestly, yeah, like it's like. Oh shut up! It's like so all the admirals are on this are on this group chat right now, like arguing. Yeah, yeah, on Zoom, like the three admirals and the IO command, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's it's definitely a shit show. But then we get the big daddy message. We get the message from uh, the secretary general saying we are recalling Nguyen and all his ships back to Earth. Yep. And at that very moment, Nguyen's like, fuck it, we'll do it live, and then starts He's firing away. Yep. They're like, bogey's incoming. And uh, that's it. 
And uh, oh, I guess also, old Naomi have a little, little talk on the. Oh, I've skipped over the whole Prax thing. So Prax, being Prax. So after they say, "Hey, we're gonna nuke that whole fucking moon," Prax is like, "What? My daughter's on there." He's like, "Let me talk to him." (laughs) My daughter, no. But he's like, which I mean is kind of like I don't know. He loves his daughter, but. Then the the wilder thing is like, let me just like explain this. <laughs> like go over to the comms. I like, just it's yeah. Like he's Prax gonna, brain like, is fix Prax this. brain is doing this and not like even thinking about two seconds about the the thirty or forty warships that are out here. Yeah, he's it's like, let me funny. talk to him. I got this. Like, oh, they'll they'll get it. They'll understand. <laughs> um, but they just don't. They just don't see it. They just don't understand that my daughter's on IO. <laughs> if they only knew. Yeah. So. Prax starts to go towards comms. He's also like freaking out, obviously. And Holden right. blasts him. He body slams him in midair, knees him in the basically the abdomen, and Holden just like kicks his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's like whoop, pushes off his seat and intercepts him in midair, tackles him. Goes down. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And then Prax is like wheezing on the floor, and Holden says to Amos, "Hey, go sedate him and strap him to his bunk," basically. Uh, which is honestly probably the best place for Prax. Definitely the best. If we're, I mean, maybe even better place would be to put the what's it called on autopilot and send it away. Although it might get shot down errantly, but the um, Razorback. Yeah, the Razorback. That's what they should have mm-hmm. done after they were intercepted by Mars. But I guess too late for that. I mean, they. I guess they use it, but yeah, again, whatever. Uh, yeah. So Prax tries to fuck things up again. Holden's on at this time, um, and they're all is good. And then Holden and Naomi also have a little cute little chat, um, where they're like, "I'm scared," and and Naomi's like, "I know it's okay." Very uh, very cute. Yeah. And then they explain how Holden always says, "I love you," but Holden Naomi never says it back. Uh, wow, she's straight up, "I love you." I know. Like, yeah, not owned. even that. She just doesn't say anything. Owned. He doesn't want to lose the meaning of the word. Uh, which is an okay argument, but um, still kind of brutal. Like, imagine you're about to go into, like, a war where you may not survive, um, and you're just like, I love you, and then your partner's like, nothing. Eh. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, maybe see you, maybe I won't. <laughs> Are we still dating? Yeah. I, don't know. I guess I don't know. Uh, brutal. Absolutely brutal. You might die, but you're, yeah. No, I love you. Sad. So, yeah, we, uh, we're in the thick of it. It's, it's going down. Alarms are going off. Kesha's baby. here, yelling timber. It's, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it's about to Whoa. be a real one. I can't believe that Holden just beat Prax's ass. It's amazing. He just yeah. absolutely, uh, he went to town on that. He didn't have to beat his ass so hard. Like, I think he did. <laughs> physically restraining Prax from just like going on the comms and screaming at everyone. I love it. I love that picture. You gotta do what you gotta do. Like, May is on that planet. <laughs> Listen to me. That'd be wild if they got that off. Holden just comes up, punches him in the face. That's all <laughs> I can. Sorry, I'm just picturing this whole scene in my head. That's, I mean, that's what happened. Great stuff. Prax. How many? How many? 
I know we have Science Tuesday. I'm just I'm just looking at this now. Is next episode our our last book two episode? I think it is. Yeah, it'll be our last oh, book two. It'll actually be oh, seven. Is... We're gonna have to do a little extra work. Seven chapters Wait. counting the prologue, but um. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It'll be good. The prologue, the epilogue. You mean? Pro epilogue, yeah. Well, that's no prologues are before the book. Is pro epilogues mean after. before though? Yeah, prologue. Pro prelogue would be before i your brain that is the uh, perfect that makes 100 sense but it's not correct <laughs> bro <laughs> like i totally prefix. understand i totally understand where you're coming from on this one i cannot blame you for doing that oh actually pro does mean before right so so prologue like proto molecule mm. prototype Oh, yeah. um, look at this. Prologue. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Weird. Who Weird. could have guessed? Pro... The pro epilogue would be like the pre epilogue. Pro, pro epilogue. You'd have like a double epilogue situation going on, which I'm not yeah, sure. That, it also can just mean supporting. Mm. So, like, pro. Mm. Pro mm. anything. Pro America. Pro yeah, proactive. Pro before active. All right. Yeah. Now that I mean, we proactive proactive means that you're acting before something Oh, that's happens. true. You're right. Yeah. It all makes sense now. It all <laughs> Love it. Wow, I Seven episodes. What a time. Uh you mean chapters? We yeah. Isn't this isn't this episode eight? Yeah, this is actually episode eight. Oh, uh, we have nine nine episodes for book two. Nine. Nice. <laughs> nice. So this is it. We got one more leading up to Jeez. Gonna take the years. conclusion at the end of book two. And wow, we will be who's, then moving. Who's your uh, Malgatowski player of the day? <laughs> um, man. Um... I, uh, no, I, I want to preemptively give it to someone that I, that doesn't make sense to give it to yet. Bobby? No. No, we'll save it. I, I don't, no one does anything particularly, who, who dude, does good things the in The dude this, on the Martian chapters? ship's a real bro. He's a bro, he is a bro. <laughs> he, he's, they name him too. His name's like Richard or some shit. I got you, fam. You need nukes? I got you. He's kind of that dude. <laughs> this could have gone totally differently if he wasn't like, yo. I mean, obviously. So one, he saves them from the UN. They're about to get blown up. And then he, he gives them weapons. I don't yeah. know. He has oh, yeah. a strong. What's his name? We it's Richard. Him. It's Richard something. Um, there's two. There's two named Martian military people. Lieutenant Graves is one. And captured Richard Tseng. Tseng? Of the MCRN Cydonia. What? Well, it's fine. All right, it's I'm writing Cydonia. it down. I think he should be it because everyone I, else is. I we got no. Who else are we gonna put? I mean, you no could kind of do Avasarla, but this dude, like, without him, it's all over. I don't know, man. If I'm a smart captain, Richard saying I'm taking these people in for questioning. We're going back to Mars. <laughs> We're not going to Io, uh, because why? Why the fuck would we do that? You got there's a secret lab there. Okay, sure. 
definitely believe you. But he's that dude. He's like, oh, you're my bro. I'm supporting you no matter what. When you want, you're going to IO? Fuck yeah. Let's go, baby. Fangirling. He's ready. Yeah. Also, the one other, the other, the Martian ship that gives them all the torpedoes is the Sally Ride, which is a great uh, Martian ship name. That's hot. So yeah, Very sure. Cool. Fuck it. He seems like he honestly one of the most deserving employee of the months that we've had. Yep. Honestly. Uh you ready for Science Tuesday? I'm ready for Tuesday. Tuesday. So Science Tuesday is um about the moon Io, which is of course where all this is going down. Uh which is Interesting, because Io is the innermost planet of Jupiter. It is the Mm. third largest of the four Galilean moons of the planet, which, of course, are the moons that Galileo Mm. discovered. Yes, Um, correct. It's it's just slightly larger than our moon, and it's freaking moving around Jupiter. It orbits Jupiter. Is it? It's freaking flying, man. It's uh, average. Oh, wait, I read this wrong. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Most it's planets moving. move really quickly. It's moving. It its moves. orbital period is hmm. can't forty two. It's forty two hours. Okay, it's moving. It goes around Jupiter in forty two hours. Jeez. Yeah, this this sucker's cooking. Jupiter's huge. Jupiter's huge compared to this sucker's Earth. cooking. It's also super. I think it's pretty close. Mean orbit be. radius is four hundred thousand twenty-one kilometers. Let me I'll see how the moons. Jupiter. Well, you got to remember, Jupiter is also freaking big. No, right. I was wondering how much bigger that is than like is it double Earth? Is it so five times? Jupiter's radius is in kilometers. How do you? Why are you listening? I don't so know much? what the shit a kilometer is. Sixty-nine. Is? It's sixty-nine thousand kilometers. Um, that's Jupiter's radius, and then the the orbit radius is four hundred. So it's only it's far off Jupiter, but not that far. Mm. Um, the moon orbital radius is a lot. Whoa! Holy, holy shit! My brain can't picture anything. That the you're moon right orbits now. the Earth at about the same distance, so my really? my boy is close. Yeah, he's like really if close. you're on Dang. the moon, you're like seeing Jupiter, Jupiter is huge the whole in the background. Sky, yeah. Like, wonder if there's like a concept. There's gotta be a concept of like how Jupiter from Io. No wonder it's moving so quickly. I want to see Jupiter from Io. Well, if you see the Earth from the moon, then just, like, multiply it by, like, how how much bigger is... Is there something like that? I mean, it's, like, I mean, it's going to be, like, most of the... It's got to be big. It's going to be, like, a lot of... of It's going to be huge. It's got to be pretty big. If it's, like, the same distance as the moon. Because I remember... So, like, the astronauts said they could, like, reach out their thumb and, like, cover the Earth. That was, like, the famous quote. So, so if, so if that's how, how big the Earth is, then how much wait, bigger wait, is the Earth? Pictures? Earth 
from moon. Do we not have pictures of Earth from moon? Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. So that's the Earth. It's kind of it's like basically just a little bit larger than moon are than it looks like. Okay, so Jupiter is how much bigger is Jupiter than Earth? I that's mean, it's gonna looking. be huge. Like that, like how much bigger is the diameter? Yeah, yeah, it's about ten times, a little like twelve times as big. So it'd be twelve times bigger than that. So it'd be, I mean, it's not covering most of the sky, but it's like a basketball in the sky. Like it's like a big old. You're be, not covering that up with your. I thumb. mean, it's like yeah. So the Earth is about three times the size of the Moon. Right, ish. So, like, think about the moon in the sky. So the Earth's a little bigger than that, right? And then Jupiter's twelve times bigger than that. So it's a. I mean, it would a be big very ball. big and bright. Yeah, it would be very wild. It'd be like a no man's sky style planet. It'd up be there. fun. It'd be fun. It would be cool. I'd be on board. I would I'm also down be to on go. board. Um, I don't think. But it also means the gravity would have to be very weird there. Oh God, it would hurt. It would hurt. Um, <laughs> It'd be... I mean, could we... Surface gravity is... I don't, I don't know what these... I, I, can, I can look at numbers all day. I don't know what they mean when it comes to space stuff. What does it say? What is it our say? gravity one? No, no, no. No. It's what one is, meters point, per second. It's, How much is ours? Isn't it 9.8 or whatever? Yeah. So it, it says it right it's next way to less. Point one it's way less? Three Gs. One, eight, three Gs. Oh, wait. I thought it'd be more. On Jupiter, yeah, but I don't know how like being so close. I oh, guess you're pretty oh, far away. On Jupiter, you're right. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. So, Obviously, the moon gravity is way less than Earth gravity too. Yeah, so that's about the gravity of the moon. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, gotcha. Which is fun. And then, uh, yeah, it's a it's got a synchronous orbital period, which means that the same face faces Jupiter the whole time. So that's cool. That would suck. Yeah. To live on that, <laughs> that side. <would> suck. <laughs> It's uh it's pretty cold. Its mean temperature is 110 Kelvin. Um so remember Kelvin starts from absolute zero, so that's like negative one sixty, one fifty ish. And its its uh atmosphere is mostly sulfur dioxide. Sounds lovely. Uh yeah, it's a toxic toxic gash. It would yes. fucking stink. Sulfur smells like eggs. It would be awful. Yeah, they they say it smells like volcanic activity. It would, yeah, it would smell bad. Uh, you're not breathing that in. You wouldn't. Well, you, you, you die. Wouldn't, you wouldn't want to. Or maybe you would. Or it's uh, who's to say? Yeah, who am I? Well, why am I king shaman? What am I doing? Yeah, come on, dude. Come on. What am I Jeez. doing? But um, shit ton of volcanoes. Yeah. Four hundred active volcanoes. Doesn't really seem like a good place for a. Uh, for a thingy, for a thumb peaks base. taller than Mount Everest. Wow, this thing is freaking flying. So it's moving at twice this. It's moving twice. It orbits twice as fast as Europa and four times as fast as Ganymede. So that's fun. Like it's Close going back. around. Like every time Ganymede goes around once, it's already gone around four times. So cool. Crazy. Freaking cool. Oh my goodness. Is this real? What have you Io discovered? plays a significant role in shaping Jupiter's magnetic field, acting as an electric generator that can develop 400,000 volts across itself and create an electric current of 3 million amps. 
releasing that releasing ions that give Jupiter a magnetic field inflated to more than twice its size it would be I don't understand your engineer brain is showing I don't I don't know what any of that your crap genius means. is showing so basically <laughs> it's 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 helping create a magnetic field around Jupiter with because presumably it's made of metal and moving and then um mm. very weird I don't, we don't really understand a lot but uh so like the earth really? has a magnetic field presumably because there's a liquid core inside that's mostly metal that's moving sure. um and creating it so i don't know why jupiter does but uh presumably because it also has metals moving around and doing yep, shit yep. they'd be moving um, i'm reading about a flux tube that sounds interesting to me who's a flux tube yeah you're telling me i don't know <laughs> who's to say but yeah so uh io discovered by galileo mostly sulfur so atmosphere. You're, telling, you're telling me there's a space station on io in this universe that yes. seems unlikely not only space station me. but a a freaking uh why would you put one there and what side would you would have to put it on the <laughs> why well, you have to put it on the planet facing side why probably right so that? it's a little warmer uh it's you're i mean it says the max temperature is 130 calvin so you're not really getting any warmer um but i mean it's like you don't have to build uh, anything i mean it's like it's like any other other space stations i don't think they would spin this one up because it's just rotating around io or rotating at the same speed as io yeah it's too big to spin up like i don't think they spun the moon up um well it's got to be like you're not gonna i guess i'm getting you're not gonna get the coriolis gravity you're just gonna get wouldn't wouldn't you need to spin space stations though like space stations, station? yes but this isn't yeah, yeah. it's so big that it already has 0.2 of earth's gravity so it would just be it would be a weird place to put a space station i agree um because it'd be so toxic but all right I don't know, they do what they want man the, the toxins i mean you get you got europa right there you got uh ganymede are a little farther out though at least i'm not i don't know i always just it'd be like putting a house on like mercury it's like why we're so close to the sun why are we doing this it makes no I sense. not close to the sun my guy well it's close to no Jupiter. i know but it's like moving so fast it's, and it's so close and it's so deadly like it doesn't Whoa, make any sense that is a cool picture have you seen that what do you have i seen what sorry this is a pod, it's a podcast so this or... is uh <laughs> <laughs> this is fine damn it um there's a picture from uh yeah this is probably poor podcasting there's a picture from uh the Cassin higgins which is a space shot of io um on so it's basically io on the with the backdrop of jupiter and it looks freaking like like how you expect like it's just this oh this one this yeah, dot yeah, yeah. and then uh jupiter this so is, these are this is a colored picture right like this wouldn't be there's no way we have a colored photo of this um, I think we do, or maybe oh. it, it, they colorized it. I don't know. We had a colored camera in 2001. I think we have the technology to put a colored camera on, uh, on, on Jupiter on. Yeah. You just send maybe. it out. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Either Show way. Us the pictures. Most of them are. Looks pretty cool. Black. In white. There's also this picture of 
uh, Io spewing volcanic dust like into like you can see it coming off the planet, which is wild. Nice. That I is hope wild. that doesn't happen here. Good. That'd be crazy. Did you see that? Um, never mind. Undo. Was Cassini supposed to only do Jupiter moons? Was that the whole point of? Yeah, the... that was his. That was his whole shtick. Nice. Wow. R.I.P. to a real one. Oh, he was actually his 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 main goal was Saturn, but uh Oh. Nice. Also got uh also got some Jupiter on the way. So oh, you're right. Him. You go to Saturn. Good for him. Active in space for twenty years? Jeez. Wow. It takes forever to get out there when you don't have an ion drive, Holy you know? Crap. Yeah, it's uh oh that was the other thing I was gonna mention in the chapter is like well when Alvisarla says space is too fucking big, it's because it freaking takes forever to get anywhere, and they like say that in the books. Like e- even in later books, they're like, "Yeah, it took us uh, like two years to get us <laughs> to the planet." It's like Jesus. I don't yeah. think it was two years, but it was like almost a year. Uh huh. It was a long time. It says that it took Cassini six years, almost like six and two thirds years, basically, to get out to. It's a long uh, way away. Like if you look at the scale, Saturn, I think. If you look at the scale, like, because everybody just, like, puts the planets, like, next to each other. But really, right. like, after Mars, it gets, like, right. so much farther out to There's Jupiter. So much farther, yep. yep. Uh, so it's it's a long way. It isn't uh, arbitrary to just walk, waltz on over there. There's a reason they didn't explore out there without the Epstein drive. Yeah, eight and or nine planets. Got a lot of them. A lot. Don't they doesn't doesn't don't they mention at one point that there's coloner uh colonies on like Neptune? Could be. I mean, I doubt it's book? on Neptune. Well Neptune's gas. But uh maybe on the moons. Maybe it was Pluto then. It's a long ways away. That'd be a freaking long because Pluto's it would be it would be like so dark out there. And sad. Yeah. I mean yeah, the belt is the seasonal depression would be off the charts. It'd be every day. <laughs> uh, sad. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, Science Tuesday. We learned so much about IO and ourselves. Yep. Where, where should they email us if they want to say something? I was waiting for you to finish. I was just going to let you go. It's like, what are you going to, how are you going to end this one? <laughs> you can support our show. The guys who did this, we're ending it on kind of a slow note today. That's okay. They don't have to all be bangers. That's what you have. We don't have to. We're not pros. We're amateurs. We don't get paid to do this. Do you? No. I'm not getting paid. We're losing money. We're losing. <laughs> and time. And sleep. Sorry. Uh... But we are the guys who did this. You can support the show at the guys who did this on Patreon. And if you deign to have a correction, comment, or question, please email us at theguyswhodidthis at gmail.com. Beautiful. Uh, the music for this episode and all episodes so far uh, was brought to you by Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Definitely you phrased that almost well. That's I right. almost did it. It was almost cool, but <laughs> I couldn't, uh, couldn't reel it in. That's fair. This has been the pen ultimate episode. So please join us next time for the final episode of book two. It uh, will be crazy. Sweet. 
いいですよ。はい。